The mysterious kingdom is home to many rare and wondrous creatures. Which leads us to this question. Can we make a ride based on any of them? Find out now, because this is Opposite Attractions. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the thousandth happy haunt. It's Jim Murphy! I am speaking it out into the world. I am making it real that I am going to okay. be the first person forcibly removed from Galaxy's Edge for trying to lead first order cast members to the resistance ride to <laughs> capture them yeah either that or i will dress as a first order person like i'll wear their clothes and go on the resistance ride and when they capture everybody just be like nah guys it's me i'm cool i'm with it's you me. it was me all along i, bro- on, I brought them to you it's called a twist now please don't kill me mr Rhett kylo ren please sir yeah, yeah oh man i didn't Hollywood Studios is honestly kind of just terrifying for me at this point. Like, I was... I I finished up at Magic Kingdom surprisingly early on Monday, and my flight wasn't till, like, 8 that night. I I couldn't turn in my rental car till 6, so I was like, what am I gonna do? Well, I could always go to Hollywood Studios. It's been a while since... No, No. I'm not gonna do that. I don't even know if the the parking lot's fixed or it's still like a bad maze yeah no i went to see spider-man into the spider-verse again instead that's what i did this weekend was a whole lot of me going this is boring i'm going to see a movie the conference i was at i legitimately had a moment where i was like ah fuck this i'm gonna go see captain marvel um Uh, question why not use your time between magic kingdom and uh car getting rid of to just go and spend your time a chicken guy oh yeah well no i was i was gonna get drunk at the edison (laughs) but then i was like well spider-verse is on and that seems like that would waste a whole lot more time than what i'm gonna do anyways so i i did that instead um now oh wait jim you hear it Uh Who's that driving by on the pass fast car? It's fucking Jimmy Fallon in his garbage ass ride. <laughs> Cause Jimothy Murphy, there's something, there's something wholesome about Fast and the Furious Supercharged. <laughs> it's there's not wholesome. A, it is. It's like apple pie to you now. It is a tradition, like it's baseball. Like, as I've stated before, it's kind of like the room. Like, they tried to make a good ride, and it just didn't work. Jimmy Fallon has a darkness behind it that I don't appreciate. <laughs> I tweeted my whole Jimmy Fallon experience, so let me just try to catch the people up at home. You get go inside, and it looks like you're walking into, like, NBC Studios. 
which is yes. pretty, which pretty dope. Someone gives you a card, and I'm like, oh, it's like E.T. I'll tell someone my name is Garrett later or something. But no, <laughs> instead, you walk up this set of stairs into not a queue line, but a fucking waiting room where they're just playing clips of Jimmy Fallon on the TV constantly my only respite from the pain was when lin-manuel miranda was on an episode and i was like oh good um and then i guess i guess they have multiple cards with different colors on them and whatever card you get is basically what party you're with and the room lights up the color that they're about to bring into the room here's the problem mine was red and there weren't many people in there. So when it was time to go, the entire room lit up like the gates of hell were opening <laughs> unto us. And you're part of your... Uh, no, that was actually... They, uh, they were bringing in Kane to be on your ride. Yeah, exactly. They have that, that new deal with Universal. So, so then you walk in there, Jim, and you sit down in a stadium... And you have to put on a fucking seatbelt. And I'm just staring like there's nothing this ride can do that a seatbelt is going to stop us. Like, <laughs> it was, even afterwards, like, the seatbelt didn't automatically pop open like in a car. They had to release you from the seatbelt. And the ride itself, I believe the way I described it on Twitter was the Simpsons ride on hospice care. Because oh, it's Jesus. so... It's just so bad. Um, my The moment that amused me the most was beforehand. They take you into like a little fill-in theater where they kind of line you up like this is the row you're going to get in. And they play Jimmy Fallon doing basically the opening to Jimmy Fallon. Like, hey, everybody, it's, it's me, Jimmy Fallon, and I'm here to do some comedy for you. There's no one in the audience. It's silent. So he's praying that we there waiting on this ride are going to react <laughs> to him like an audience. We don't. And, like, there's a point where he tells a joke and, the, and like, and an applause sign comes up. Dead silent. None of us <laughs> reacted to it. And I was just like, this is my favorite moment of this ride. It's the kind of shock horror of watching Jimmy Fallon with no laugh track behind it. So so that's one pass and then, fast. And, and then you fly around New York City. Does he then, does he ever like pop out of the ground on a tank or anything fun? You go to the moon. The, <laughs> okay. And, and and the roots are there. The roots are on the moon. That's about it. So that's that garbage ride. And then I don't want to call this a garbage ride. Because it's a very beautifully well-done ride. It's also boring as all hell. And that's Avatar Boat Ride from Hell. Jim, it's so pretty. It's such a pretty ride. But also, don't expect much. It's literally, hey look, there's a glowing tree. Now here's a really dope animatronic. And then you're done. Hey, and man. I'm like, what? I'm like, people are waiting six, like 60 minutes plus for this ride. Absolutely not. 
I cannot. Um, uh, I once s- waited. I waited sixty three minutes for Little Mermaid. I'm sorry. Yeah, At least you like, got the cool. It was, it was like two weeks after it opened. <laughs> At least you get the cool animatronic in the middle of it. So it still has no, a I, decent line too. Uh, I think the I like the the only animatronic I really like in there is the beginning one. Ursula. Really, I like the beginning. No, I like the beginning Ariel more than the like. The Ursula's oh. broken a lot. I love Ursula. Ursula is the best. Well, when it works. Also, uh, cut back to. The last time we rode Haunted Mansion and got trapped in the attic as the road broke down. <laughs> fucking did it again! Trapped me in the demon attic almost in the exact same spot. I don't think it's breaking down so much as it's probably wheelchair access. Well, that too, but that's not as funny. And then, <laughs> you, you know, you go down and there's the fucking pop-up ghosts that are spooky and the worst thing in the world i got stopped right in front of one of them so it was like every two seconds ah! oh shit okay okay i'm gonna prep for it though i'm not gonna get it's not gonna give me this to fuck and apparently <laughs> they've they've added like two more to the end of the ride and they aren't like a gentle pop-up there's like pneumatics underneath it that blow up a skirt and it just like screams in front of you and it's the worst thing also quick question does little leota wink because i've never seen little leota wink but she winked at me this time and i'm really afraid that she's an actual ghost and was winking at me like i'll never tell wink um, not sure if that she has passed away. I will look right now. Yeah. Um, um and while you do that, uh, let me ask, have you seen Rivers of Light? Yes, yes, I have. I have seen Rivers of Light. Jim, I cried so hard at this fucking dumb water show with, with leopards in it. I cried so hard. Why? I was... I realized I, I realized I'm a family man now, Jim. I'm a family man. And I left my family here to go to Disney. And there's like a penguin waddling up to a mama penguin. And my mom loves penguins. So I start crying at that. Then there's like a baby cub like nudging its dad. And I'm like, that's me and my baby. Like, I just had, I had a real family moment um, there, Jim. Question. Do they still have the weird boats in the water? Uh, you mean the boats that have, like, projections that go onto them? Well, they, because, uh, like, up until I want to say, like, October, November, maybe the end of the year, they had people that were in the crowd at the beginning, before the show started, that were, like, shamans of the river or something, and they would, like, walk around up and down the uh, the aisles, and they would, like like, mess with little kids and stuff. And then oh, they no, would that... go down to the edge, and they would get in these boats, and then the boats would kind of ride around during the show. And that did not happen. I, I, yeah, they got rid of those people because they wanted to make the show more boring, apparently, because it's well, which is hard to do th- given how boring it already is. Look here, I sobbed. Now when the. <laughs> When the flowers came out, it takes like 15 minutes for them to get in place. Now, that point was a little bit boring. Well, originally, they were going to use some kind of, like, 
I don't want to say, I don't want to use the term drone technology, but there was going to be like 40 of those little bastards floating around, like little was, tinier ones that were yeah, going to yeah. light up, and they were, they were going to be all over the water, and they were going to move like in patterns and stuff, and then they were like, yeah. nah, that's too expensive, and they cut now, all of that crap. Now, can I just say, because we're about to have to get into what the actual show's about, but... I had a moment. Most of it, Disney's very good at wrapping you into the show, and I was very engrossed in it and didn't, nothing really distracted me and put me back in my head until that big-ass flower came out with some shit in the middle, and the whole time I'm thinking is, what's that shit gonna do? What's that shit doing? I know it's gonna do something eventually. What the fuck's it gonna happen? And then, like, near the end, it starts extending upward into the sky, and I'm like, oh, fuck, something's going down! And then it lights on fire, and I went, I am not disappointed! Yes! <laughs> um, question. Did you... Did they still do the show before it? Like, on the Tree of Life? Did they still do that? I mean, I wasn't in near the tree are you talking about like where they just do projections on the they, tree of they life? do projections on the tree but it's like the carvings come to life that blew my damn mind motherfucker what no i just i don't even by... know if they still do it they there was literally like they, they had the lights on it so it looks like you know purple and orange or whatever and there's yeah. music playing and then all of a sudden like it'll you'll like sometimes it'll just be little like there's like a deer on the tree and like its head will come up and it'll look around and then it'll like go back down. And it literally looks like that part of the tree is like alive. All I saw was some dang, ding, dang fish swimming around to little Nemo music. And that's what no, I was the, like. And there, so there's like, um, there, I remember the deer. Cause a couple times it like, it'll actually get up and it looks like it's actually like leaving the carving and then running around. And then it, like, lays exactly back down, and then, like, the way the lights go, it's like, oh, now it's part of the tree again. It's yeah, really like, creepy. I want to, I, I need to look up a video of this, because I do want to see this, because what I saw was, like, Disney. I think it's called Awakenings. Okay, then, no, I did not see this. This was kind of just, like, Tree of Life projections, so it was showing, like, scenes from the Jungle Book and playing, like, a cinematic version of, ooh, doo I want to be <laughs> like you. So, Trash in the camp. <laughs> they played the no the Backstreet Boys version of Trash in the Camp. Do up be do. Okay, we're about to do the actual show, but I do have to get this in. Um, I was listening to a podcast called Punch Up the Jam recently, and I can't remember what podcast, what sh what song they were talking about. Then they go, "This sounds a lot like that song from Tarzan. What's it called? Oh yeah, Trash in the Camp." And then they start playing it, and one of the hosts just goes, "No, this isn't music. This is just stomp. Fuck this. I hate it." <laughs> But Jim Murphy, this is a podcast about building our own theme park where we never get rid of the cool animal carving things and replace it with ooby doo. Instead, we just make it better and better. And this week, I gave us a challenge for our D&D &D theme park, Mysterious Kingdom. And that challenge was to bring to life a ride based on the animal that just won't go away, Twitter. And also the Hydra. <laughs> I didn't I include Twitter. That's a problem. It's a well. I mean, it's the only thing that's on online today, apparently, because Instagram and Facebook are also down. That's dated. Now we're gonna just date the episode there. Um, 
So, Jim Murphy, my ride this week, uh, I love the Hydra. I just need you to know that. I wrote about the Hydra in my book because, I mean, it's I, I basically had a few Hercules chapters in there. And I was like, well, it has to fight a Hydra. So, and I came up with a theory about the Hydra that I've incorporated into part of my ride tonight. But we're not going to talk about that yet. Instead, okay. we're going we're gonna to talk about... The ride itself, which is some Avatar-ass bullshit, because you go into a scientific laboratory where they explain to you that they're trying to teach the rest of the kingdom what it's like to be in the mysterious kingdom, and what it's like to be the creatures there, what it's like to be a goblin, what it's like to be uh, a hydra, or what it's like to be all of the different creatures there, and they explain that you are there for the testing... Of the Hydra, which is their newest and most ambitious project yet. If this is successful, they can move on to dragons. They can move on to bigger creatures. And the Hydra is their first test subject because it would be the most difficult. So, my ride vehicle is what some would say a bit ambitious. (laughs) Because it is... 16 cars, each of which can hold four people, all connected together in a line that looks like the neck of a Hydra, and the front of it has a head on it. And so they're all connected together, and the ride begins, and you're kind of just slowly hydraing around in your cart of 64 fucking people, let me not forget. And you kind of can look at, like, the gems and the jewels that you're protecting. It's almost like you have your own cavern and these are all your riches. And then an explosion in the wall next to you. And a massive hero with a big sword and shield steps out and says, I'm here for my treasure, Hydra. Be prepared (laughs) to be defeated. And then... The fucking massive snake of people goes from zero to 45 as you shoot up into a roller coaster, baby. And you kind of can see, like, magical spells around you and sword slashes as the uh, the hero is trying to take you down. Then you go up in a loop-de-loop. What's that? Oh, yeah. Halfway through the loop-de-loop, the track splits. And eight of you go one direction... And eight of the carts go the other direction. And so now it's like dueling dragons as those two go on their own adventure. Oh, wait, what happens then? Oh, now four of you go in one direction and four go in the other. And this keeps going until there are 16 individual tracks bouncing off the walls like a fucking pinball game. It's insanity. And it's beautiful because no two rides will be the same. You have to ride this ride like at least 16 times to understand every experience. And I don't think I've even rode like the Haunted Mansion 16 times. And I love that ride. It's something new every single time. It's absolute chaos. And then, of course, at the end of the ride, the hero's there. He's about to slay you. Then all the carts descend on him at once before coming together one after another to reform the long neck and then pulling you back in. The, this this uh, this show building is the size of, like, all of Epcot. So yeah, yes. have to be... Oh, I'm aware. 
I am pushing the boundary of technically possible at this yeah, point. I, think. I thought I was getting pretty bad this week, and I think you just whooped my ass. <laughs> yes, did. thank you. Um, but I will say my favorite addition to it, and this is what was influenced by my book. You know what? Here's the thing, Jim. Hydra keep gro- growing head, right? Hydra, you keep chopping him up. He keeps regenerating more meat than there's there before. Which means that a Hydra is the cure. Is the what? The Hydra will stop world hunger. Because it keeps creating meat. No matter what. Always got meat for the Hydra. Which is why I'm now proposing outside of this is a Simpsons Land-esque food court. Where there are multiple different, like, there's a pizza stop, a Taco Bell, a Kentucky Fried Chicken, except it's all Hydra meat. We propose that it's Hydra meat in all of them. And in the back of it, there's, like, a giant animatronic Hydra head that, like, you can go interact with and talk to. And it is implied that he is the one that's giving the meat. So, oh, hold on, let me see. Well, Do what I have was my the name ne- of this ride exactly? I don't know if I caught that. Um, <laughs> the Hydra's Cave. <laughs> and then also, if you want funnier names, uh, the restaurants are Kentucky Fried Hydra, Hydra <laughs> Hut, Burger Neck, like just... <laughs> Burger Neck. Oh, Burger Neck were my favorite X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my Hydra-inspired ride, Mr. Murphy. Br- bring okay, your thunder so, to the table, baby. Um, yeah, I have my joke. Uh, my joke ride was uh, was called Fort Hydra. And all, it's basically living with the land because the guy that runs it, it's actually supposed to be Fort Hydrangea, and so it's all plants. I prefer, hold on, let's combine some ideas here. It's living with the land, except it's slowly revealing that all the food you're eating is Hydra meat, and it's just showing multiple necks of Hydras getting sliced in half. That, that's that's my jokey ride, um, but actually, so I'm a big fan of the trope of, like, the the two, like, like the like the twin brothers, or the two brothers where one's, like, straight-laced and, like, orderly, and the other one's, like, a hippie slob. You mean this show? <laughs> I, I didn't know we were related. I'm going to have to talk to my parents about that. Yeah. Uh, explains the red in the beard, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, the, my idea is that there's two brothers that the that basically you get on this quest to try to like reunite them. And you find out that they both run this like cave exploration thing like opposite of each other so okay. the one brother uh the one brother is a magician or a wizard he's a wizard um okay, okay. so no, I-, I want you to go back i want him just to be a street magician <laughs> i want him to be chris angel well uh so my idea is that they would have like shops on either side of this thing uh that would have similar names so the wizard side is um his name is mystical martin so okay. it's mystical martin's magical marvels okay and then uh, the other side, that guy is like a scientist thing. Like science isn't like a real big thing around the kingdom. So, but he's like this scientist. I, I basically wanted to say that he's half of like Maurice from Beauty and the Beast, and half 
like, I don't want to say Willy Wonka, that's not right, but like, half uh, Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say Stanley Yelnats' dad from Holes, but okay. Um, so Uh, he's, um, he is, uh, Mechanical Maddox, that's his name. Okay, are are these humans, dwarves? Yeah, these are humans, I think. Okay, I thought, I really thought this was gonna be that they are two separate heads of a hydra in trench coats (laughs) on different sides (laughs) of the town. No, that's not where the hydra comes in to play. So my idea is that basically both of them have ways that you can explore this cave. On the, uh, wizard side, the, the vehicle is kind of like, um... It's almost, I don't want to say it's like a boat on wheels, but it has, it's kind of like a, imagine like a, a, um, I don't want to even say like the vehicle from like Dinosaur, but it's basically just like rows of seats and then there's wheels underneath of it, like a giant. Kind of like a tank. Yeah, like it's just a, like it's just an open air vehicle, but it's on a track, but you're not really supposed to see the track because, you know, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah. But the idea is that you would go into this cave underwater that he he is somehow stopping the water from going into the cave, but you can still see the water. So there would be like glass with special effects that are like almost like a plasma ball sort of situation. Okay, that's cool. So that that, that way it like is to kind of break or uh, keep the illusion that uh, like there's water on one side of this and you're in like this dry section that he is somehow using his magic to hold the water back so that you can travel through this cave. Oh, okay, okay. So so that's the that's the magic side. On the other side, the uh, mechanical guy actually is like developed like the kingdom's first like submarine. Oh, so you would cool. actually be in like a like a 20,000 league sort of submarine underwater uh, situation. And as you went through the show scenes, like every other show scene, you would actually see, like if you're in the submarine, you would see the car on the other side of the building, or like on the other side of the water in the cave, and the brother running the submarine would basically be talking shit about the brother in the car, basically saying like, it's too dangerous what he's doing, and the magic's not gonna work, and he's a piece of crap. Okay. And then the, uh... The other brother, the wizard brother, would be using like a speaker system to talk to you on the on the little cart, oh, and he would okay. be mentioning. So, so he, it was like it's like you're getting like a Jungle Cruise style tour, but there's not a person on the car with you. Oh, okay, okay. So that way, like, and the 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 show scenes will be separated enough so that you could have multiple things running through, but you would only ever see one submarine yeah, and yeah. one car. And so and there like, would be things like. <laughs> there would be uh, things like you'd see fish or you'd see plants and like you would keep cutting in and out of uh, this main room. And then like at one point you would see this gem filled cave and the submarine on that side would like there would be some kind of special effect where there was like a claw to like pick up one of the gems and take it with them. Yeah. But on, but if you rode the other side, you would you would come to a similar cave and the wizard guy would basically explain that they're like magical gems and you shouldn't really mess with them oh okay okay so you kind of have to ride both sides to like get the whole story of what's what's in the cave okay so i when i came up with this idea i was thinking of the hydra as like a solely underwater creature like a kraken and i was wrong about that so yeah a little bit (laughs) a little bit so eventually you would come out of the water in the car 
and the submarine would sort of surface enough that you would be able to, like, see in this cave, and you would see a hydra, like, in this cave, that you would really only be able to see the necks and the heads, like, like you woke it up, basically. Oh, okay. And cool. the brother on the submarine, like, that kind of, um, like, that story, he's like, oh, crap, I'm, like, my brother's gonna die, like, I have to do something. So he uses, like, a weapon on the sub to try to take out the hydra. So, like, one of the heads would, like, drop down, but then, like, two more would pop up in its place. Okay, that's cool. And so he would keep trying different things to try to beat it, and eventually there would be, like, six giant heads swinging around, and they'd be going after the, the like, wizard, like, little cart. Yeah. And then he would, de- the, the guy would basically decide to use the gem to, like, power one of the weapons, and that would somehow, like, destroy the Hydra, is using this, like, magical thing. And then he would, so he would see that, like, magic's, like, a real, like, important thing, and he would be like, I'm gonna go talk to my brother or whatever. And then the other brother would come up and be like, oh, he he used some kind of magic thing to save me. Maybe he actually thinks magic's good. And, like, so as you, like, left the ride, it would be, like, if you were on one side, you would hear the, the, like, mechanical brother saying, like, oh, I'm gonna go see him. Maybe we can work together to, like, build something together. Okay. That's actually... That would be, like, how you got them together. Alright, I thought at one point that you were gonna say, like, the submarine was carrying a large supply of chocolate while the boat was carrying a large supply of peanut butter, and then you crash (laughs) into one another. And then the Hydra comes out and is like, No, it's delicious! Taste! (laughs) And then we'd find out that that ride was sponsored by Reese's. Which, uh, I believe E.T. already is, so... So, Jim, I enjoy... What was the name of that one? Um, do I actually have a name for this? Uh, so if you go on the, uh, the the, the, the wizard side, it's called Martin's Magical Caravan. Okay. And if you go to the submarine, it's just Maddox's Super Submersible. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And, like, the quest would be called Double Trouble or something like that. And you have to ride <laughs> yeah. both of them to figure things uh, out. I was going to just call it, like, the Two Brothers quest, but then I thought it would remind people of that one song from the American Adventure where one of the brothers dies in the Civil War, and that's sad. And that's that's just real sad. I, I enjoy I was talking to someone at work today about going to, like, Epcot and Disney World, and she goes, yeah, we went to Epcot... And uh, those fucking country rides are bullshit because you do have to stand up. You need to be able to sit. I went with a class and we all decided to lay down on the ground and the teacher was very upset with us. And I'm like, yeah, it's the worst. Um, also, I, I do China want... Doesn't China have seats? Yeah, China has benches. That's what we went... We also got onto that discussion. Um, Also, I would like to give a huge shout-out to Lady, who I can't remember her name, for giving me a fast... (laughs) For giving me a fast pass to get on E.T. You're the fucking best. Anyways, Jim, it's been an episode. What's our challenge for next week? Um, The challenge for next week is going to be something we did before but might be a little bit different this time. Uh, you gave it last time. I'm giving it this time. I think we should do an escape room for our mysterious kingdom. Oh. Like, get really dungeony up in this. Bitch. <laughs> I liked that pause of like, well, let's let Scotty do the swear. It's what he's experienced with. Bitch. Oh, so, Jim, where can people find you on the internet, oh. my boy? Uh, I... I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart, and you can please go to Amazon and buy my book. It's called Accounting for Glory. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon. Just look up Scotty Moore. You'll find them all. The book that has the Hydra in it is, of course, Quizzle Corp Risen. And we defeated it using a lot of Everclear and fire. The ultimate way to kill a Hydra. So check that out. Check out all the other BS Network programs online at a load of pure BS.com. And remember to support us either by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, donating to our Patreon like Ransom Melter, the Patreon saint of opposite attractions, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, if you can't support us monetarily, you can always support us by leaving us a review on iTunes. We read all of our reviews. We love getting feedback from you. So make sure to do that or subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or go over and follow us on Twitch. We record the show live every single week for your beautiful ears to listen to. But of course, until next time, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at up at show that's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?